Hello, hello everybody. It's your boy Oscar and I'm back with the second installment of the recorded Wolves of Cecilia production update. And in this update I'm going to try to cover 14 days or so of events. And it's going to be quite a challenge to, to squeeze all of that in under, under 40 minutes or so. But I'm going to try because it's a whole lot of information to cover and... Um, and uh, quite some achievements on the way, along the way as well. So yes, I'm going to try to uh, keep my keep myself together and not break my language apart hilariously and spectacularly because I will try to do quite a lot of things at once here. It's um, uh, I'm, I'm <clears throat> when it comes to these podcasting kind of things, I'm rather inexperienced. Just full disclosure, I'm not really experienced in this at all. So expect my pronunciations and uh, language to be a little bit broken up and messy sometimes. And uh, I'm also not reading from a script, which is um, what most podcasters do. They have some kind of um, script they are reading from, but uh, or if they are not doing that, they are editing things quite hard so that everything is smooth as a running stream of water in your kitchen faucet. So uh, that's not what you will get in this kind of update. This will this will be very organic. I am uh, on my two feet with a wireless microphone in my hand and a few talking points on my Surface 4. And that's about that. <laughs> that's the basis for this update. And I think this is a little bit more personal, a little bit more enjoyable even. And it feels a little bit more genuine. I, I'm not really... Uh, uh, I'm not really a big fan of these super tight edited uh, podcasts, which can be enjoyable, but I prefer when people just do it all in one take and they're really good at what they're doing. I'm really looking up to those people. I really admire that. And I want, and I want to become like that myself. So that's one of the reasons also to why I didn't get the update out yesterday because I was trying to just <laughs> get this act together. And, and there are so many... Uh, tricky things along the way that is crazy. But with all that out of the way, it's time to turn back the clock all the way to the 13th of September and uh, talk about what happened there. And that was the last, uh, that was the day after my last update, my recorded, my last recorded update. <clears throat> so on some Mondays, I, uh, I have this um, opportunity to find some gaps during the day and uh, and sketch a little bit. And sometimes I sketch more and sometimes I sketch less. And that day I started out with a warm-up, which I always do. Uh, I'm not skimping out on that ever again. It's just, uh, it has been proven over and over what a great idea that has been. To just warm up the senses, do some super basic things, and then go on to do what you're supposed to be doing. And um, yeah, I can talk about all the benefits it has, but that's not the main focus here. What I was doing here was that I was preparing myself for in-betweening and animation work for the first, um, for real, for the first time. And I'm going to do like this. I'm going to try to zoom in to see where I am, where I am in my notes. And um, yeah, so 
I started to do some preparations for in-betweening and uh, I continued practicing my repeated decisive drawing, which is, which are both of them really important things to, uh, to have in the skill set when going into animation. So what I did was that I started out with drawing solids and some quick figure drawings and um, and when I'm talking about solids I'm talking about basic geometric shapes that I'm giving volume. So for example uh, cubes, triangles, spheres, cylinders and uh, basically giving them some volume and correct shapes. Drawing them a few times over and then moving on to the main event which was recreating Phylon's face in solids. And not only and not only recreating it in solids, but doing it a little taking that a little bit further and um, going for that introduction into in-betweening and repeated solid drawing, as I said earlier. So what did I do? I pulled up Milky's map part with uh, playing with the big boys now. That one, yes. And um, I stepped to the sequence where Phylon is running in. He is standing up on his two legs, hind legs. Then it cuts so that you see him from the... I believe it's from the chest upwards and you see his face. And he is looking right into the camera with both pupils in right perfectly into the camera. Then he is looking upwards with his eyes only, not with the head. His head is not moving, but his, uh, his pupils are moving upwards. And his ears are, are folded downwards. So those two things are happening at the same time. So what I did was that I took the last frame of that sequence and the first frame of that sequence, put it on GIMP, and then I found two in-between frames where his ears and eyes are in uh, in um, in a in two kind of in-between poses. And uh, from there, I tried to recreate those those four frames. On, uh, on with my with my pen and paper, and it turned out that once again all my, ex- my all my uh, exercising and exercising eh? all my practicing and all those things that I've been uh, crash coursing in over the last uh, weeks or so they they did work they did what they were supposed to do I managed to get the the basic feel of Phyla, <clears throat> of Phylon's face in those four frames and I managed to re to to draw them quickly decisively and uh, being I, I, of course I did not recreate his face perfectly on model which I I will do in the future that's the that's where it will go eventually but the the big point here was to just take the most basic of uh, shapes and recreate his face all four frames and keep it looking somewhat consistent. Excuse me, some frogs in my throat once again. Uh, and yeah, it, it worked. So that was a that was a good sketching session and um, some more indications of that. There might actually be a, an animator inside of me, which is a pretty cool thought because of a <laughs> lot of reasons. I've been I've always been uh, I've always been very fascinated by all things animation 
And I've always wondered if I maybe one day would be able to even get close to animation and uh, 2D animation in particular. And, and here I am. I'm putting the groundwork down and it is working. So, yep, that was a good Monday for sure. Tuesday, then, was very much a recovery day. But I did get myself down to the, to the post office and pick up my new piece of studio gear, which is a Wacom Express Key Remote. So what is this? It's a 17 programmable... It's a, it's a 17 button remote controller with, um, with programmable keys. And um, with that, I can assign specific functions to each and every key. And it also has a wheel, which allows me for to do uh, things like rotate or increase or decrease sizes or uh, increase or decrease sizes of things, uh, turn up, turn down volume if I even wanted to do that, that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, Tuesday was a recovery day, and then on Wednesday it was time to roll up the sleeves and get into the media studio. To, uh, to start configuring it and get more familiar with Clip Studio Paint, as well as trying to get, uh, as well as trying to get Terrius into solids and maybe a one-to-one recreation of a particular pose of a, on a particular piece of our uh, on a uh, how should I say this? So. On one of our concept art assets, there is a there it, there is a shot with Tarius in a particular pose, and uh, I said that this is a pretty interesting uh, this is a pretty interesting pose in a in a practice kind of uh, um, in a in a practice kind of fashion. So I said to myself, I will try to recreate that. So that's what I went on to do. So as the session progressed, I configured the Wacom Express Key Remote, set up button after button, and as I did that, I started to break out that post of Tarius being. Uh, so so this post is from is is uh, to to describe his post without giving away <laughs> the 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 bigger context of what's going on in that picture because I know you're interested and curious, aren't you? So what you do see is. Um, his uh, upper body from the chest upwards so you see his marking on his chest his face, horns and ears and uh, I said to myself that yes I got everything here, I can kind of imagine where my solids are going to go so I since I have a, since I have a basic plan, why not just go for this pose and try to recreate it so that's what I did so I started to scribble over that pose, uh, that um, that picture, to just try to find out where to put all the solids, and uh, I got myself a rough sketch. All right, cool. I said, let's move on, and so I refined those solids into something a little bit more definitive, but not really super definitive because I said to myself, I do think I have enough to start putting him on model, and lo and behold. With everything about Tarais there being put on solids, all the proportions, once again, and that's the big thing about solid, uh, solid drawing, it gets the proportions right. And when the proportions are right, everything 
that has to do with on-model design. It it falls into place so much more naturally. It's just uh, I I will never I will probably never ever go back to try to recreate a character on model perfectly at once ever more because that starting for me at least starting out in solids is absolutely critical for me to get the proportions right because when the when the proportions are right things are just so much more logical and things fall into place in a completely different way. And it didn't take that long before I just just by eyeballing uh, Tarai's uh, picture there, before before I had something which looked very much like on model, and from there I went on to add uh, in uh, I I went on to add a uh, flat color mat at the base. I went on with uh, uh, coloring the eyes and uh, and all other parts of Tarai's, and eventually. By the end of the session, my Wacom Express Key Remote was set up, and I had a very good recreation of that picture with Tarias. So I was more than happy. And uh, of course, when I showed it to Milky, she, yep, she loved it too. I can tell you that much. The big difference between my Tarias and the one that Milky drew was that the line art, the line weight that she had on her final result was a little bit thicker than mine. So they do look a little bit different. They they kind of give off two different kind of vibes. But if you look at the if you look at the the bigger picture, the details and all that, they are very very similar. But of course, since it's me trying to recreate somebody else's work, uh, there are a few differences uh, uh, seeping in here and there and they are not exactly 100% the same. But considering it's the first kind of attempt of its kind to go from uh, blank paper and a reference to to solids, to all the basic coloring, to shading, lighting and all that, highlighting, it's uh, it was pretty wild. Now, uh, with that said, my concept, uh, my concept, my my project file is uh, quite a mess <laughs> and it has to do with the fact that uh, yeah I was split between the duties as uh, as um, as I explained er- earlier with um, configuring the the remote and trying to to draw Tarais there but it did work I eventually got that result and I'm very very happy about that now with all that said did I find any bottlenecks because one of those things that I also tried to do in between all of those duties as if I as if I wasn't occupied enough I um, I also wondered huh are there any bottlenecks here that I can uh, that 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 I should pick up on and yes turns out there was and one of them was the the fact that I I uh, I always had to reach for the keyboard in order to access control alt shift and uh, and those yeah those keys and it's um it's not a big deal for somebody um for for somebody starting out or for um if you if you're not on a time schedule that's not a big deal but in in my case i really want to work as quickly as i can and uh as as i've aged <clears throat> as i've aged i've noticed that i'm less and less uh i'm i'm less and less okay with tiny time wasters if i put it that way so i said to myself no this i have to do something about and i think i know how to do it so 
once upon a time we had um, we had an optical scanner at work. Okay, now massive massive jump from from my studio to uh, to uh, my daddy's lab uh, and his uh, and his um, and his work and everything he's doing there. We had this optical scanner, and supplied with that system was a USB foot switch, and I said to myself that was a brilliant idea uh, because what that what that uh, what that foot switch allowed him to do was to have both hands on uh, on the desk and the keyboard i think it was and then he could operate the scanner with the foot switch and i said to myself well what if i do the same thing in the studio is there a foot switch out there on usb so I uh, I did some quick searching and turns out I found I got myself a bit of a jackpot. I found a foot switch from Olympus with four switches, and that is really cool. That means that I can have Control Alt Shift on my feet, if I put it that way. And um, and in other applications I can have stop, pause, uh, rewind, play forward. Uh, for example, in Vegas Pro and in my uh, quote-unquote music-making software, my digital audio workstation, as it's called in nerd language, which is named Bitwig. So it's a, it's a, it's a major deal, and I can't wait to get into the studio, plug it in, and uh, start using it. It's going to be absolutely rad. Because what it will do is that if I if I currently have let's say on the on the remote itself just just the remote if I have seventeen buttons there uh, with some functions assigned to them if I press one of those pedals I get seventeen I could I I could program the remote so that it gives me seventeen more functions on each and every one of these keys and then if I press another one of these pedals i get an shift command i get a shift command and it will do and it will give me 17 more buttons on top of those already existing 17 so so you get it this is a shortcut multiplier of epic of epic proportions and um, i can uh, i can multiply the hotkeys on uh, on the remote on my already existing numpad which I already have in the studio, and the next big thing, which is the Shuttle Pro V2 that I'm about to talk about right now. So yes, there is going to be a lot of time-saving stuff uh, entering the studio right just really, really soon. And I'm struggling to keep my language together because I'm so excited, I just can't hide it, as they say. And as the meme goes... So what do I have here on the on the on the desk? I have a Shuttle Pro V2. So what is this? It's a 15-button uh, peripheral with two jog wheels, and what that will allow me to do is to scroll backwards and forwards on the timeline in Vegas Pro, and it will also allow me to to flip and roll, and especially roll in um, in Clip Studio Paint when I'm animating. So with the two jog wheels, I um, I will be able to to roll slowly with one of the wheels, and I will be able to roll quickly with the other wheel. 
and uh, it's going to be an absolute it's going to be so much fun working with that thing because it's going to speed up the production process so much and the learning process is also going to uh, yeah you hear how excited i am <laughs> my word uh yeah, it's going to speed up everything so much. And I just, uh, I, I can't wait to get into the studio. <sighs> okay, so those I took delivery of um, recently, but that day, that Wednesday, Tuesday, that's when I, then I, uh, that's the day when I uh, decided to, uh, to purchase them. So that's when I placed the orders. So yeah, there we go. And uh, so that was Wednesday, Tuesday adventures, yes. And then we come to Thursday, the 16th. And um, I, as I've mentioned before in my text updates, I have this Surface 4, this Microsoft Surface 4, with drivers being as unreliable as the Swedish weather and the, 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 the cooling fan being just as stubborn and noisy as I can be sometimes uh, but still the the way that the pen behaves and uh, the tip to surface feel is just so good it's nearly addicting and um, I haven't used it that much before because as I said the drivers for a long time I'm talking years I was one of the first to to um, to get my my hands on the surface four I mean I, I got it so early that it was just... Ju I got it right after launch in 2015. The driver the drivers were broken up and messy as... Yeah, bad word. And, <laughs> and it refused to work well for years. So it for a long time, it kept laying in a... It kept lying in a, in a, in a cupboard. And uh, earlier this year, I, I uh, brushed it off and said... <sighs> okay, I'm going to try the pen ones again, and and when I did, I uh, I noticed how much I had developed as an artist and uh, how much better the surface itself had become in terms of drivers. And now, uh, it has become a companion to my big chunky Cintiq in the studio. So yeah, a little bit of an offshoot there. But what did I do this Thursday then? I started to break down Phylon in a full figure into solids. So once again, I returned to the map part with um, uh, the map part done by Milky, playing with the big boys now. And as I said before, uh, there's this moment where he is running in on all fours and he's standing up and he's looking upwards just before cutting to the point, cutting to that shot where you have his entire face in the picture. Okay, so right before that, I, I hope this all makes sense. Okay, we take it from the beginning. He's running in on his all force, standing up, and that's where I took a screenshot and got him into Clip Studio Paint and turned his whole body into solids. And uh, yeah, it was an interesting exercise, and I learned a whole lot by doing so. And I couldn't stop working, so I... Uh, I uh, I started to uh, look into Edge as well, learning to uh, to draw him. And I tried the same kind of formula of drawing the face, which is sphere, upside down triangle, uh, 
two triangles for the ears and uh, and two what is it oh i don't know the english word for it but boxy things for the cheek fluff and there you go you have the the foundation for the walls of cecilia look it's honestly it's honestly that simple it's crazy compared to other designs out there from uh, from more um more realistically inspired designs made by other artists okay that was a little bit messy but i, I hope you follow uh so so i started to have a look at edge and the same formula worked out and i to my once again to my big uh, to my big relief i see that uh, it's not going to be that much different drawing phylon edge Tarius and all the other characters in terms of what you need to do with the face and ears. It's basically the same kind of formula with uh, with different lengths on the ears and uh, some uh, some fluff features. And they they do have different designs uh, of their eyes because that's uh, uh, that's really where a lot of their person. Uh, yeah, let me try slow down a little bit now and try to do this once again. So you have that basic formula there, but the big uh, one of the big differences is uh, the way that the eyes are looking. Okay, so um, yeah, so that's what I noticed with uh, as I worked on Edge. He has this particular kind of eye design, and it looks a little bit different compared to Phylon and Tarius. And he has a little bit, um, yeah, he has a few details here and there differing him from uh, Tarais and Phylon and all the other characters, of course. But it's um, it was once again a, a, a confirmation that uh, I'm, on the, I'm on the right path. So very happy about that. Now we get into Friday, the 17th. And I go to... Uh, and, and Friday becomes a little bit of a special day. Uh, because that's the day we are preparing for our season finale for our kayaking series our local kayaking series so i um, so uh, i know that the weekend is going to be absolutely shish kebab with me being absolutely shish kebab in the sense that i won't be having any time for working on anything that has to do with the walls of cecilia or any kind of studio studio work at all we are going to arrange uh, this kayaking event and I'm going to get out on the lake with dad to put the put our small plastic canisters plastic containers out in the water forming a track and uh, on Saturday we're going to have our race and on Sunday we're going to get out there with the boat again to pull them all up from the water the buoys the plastic containers that is so that was what I knew uh, awaited me on uh, Friday, uh, Saturday, and Sunday, so um, so I knew that uh, my time was running out with all things uh, 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 Walls of Cecilia, but that didn't stop me. I still managed to to return to um, to Phylon and his full body pose in uh, with with pen and paper. So with by pulling up the same clip once again from the map part the playing with the big boys now i managed to redraw phylon in a full figure with in solids and it worked really well so that was very interesting i had gone from 
from digital to solids in digital and from digital to uh, pen and paper. And uh, basically it's the same, it's the chain being tested back and forth, up and down if I put it that way. And, and it works. And uh, yeah, it's just one of those moments where I go, dude, this is so cool. This is actually working. So let me see where what I um, what I what else I have here in my notes. And I'm trying to not turn off the computer as I'm trying to negotiate my document with uh, left hand and my and my computer mouse. Okay. So uh, yeah, and and that day I also during the warm up. Yeah, during the warm-up session, I also started to draw um, cylinders and uh, and triangles and uh, uh, f- and cubes from different perspectives, as if they were about to be animated. So decisive drawing once again, trying to get the basics out there quickly and uh, and incorporating this uh, this trying to really feel out this idea of keyframes and um, extremes and in-betweens so what i did was that i uh, i drew a, a a square which i turned into a cube and that cube i turned over the course of four frames so that it was standing on its bottom in one frame and then tilted over and standing on its right side at the final frame so that was one of the things that I was doing along with a few other things and really simple stuff, but it's it's really important because I haven't uh, in the past I haven't needed to think in those kind of terms ever. But now as I'm going into animation, this will be absolutely standard every session. So I said to myself, okay, I I might not be in front of my computer. I might not have a flip block where I can flip uh, between pages and doing and doing that kind of stuff, but I can always like get that get that principle into the back of my head, and always return to that those kind of fundamentals in a very easy to recreate fashion. And that was the big point. And that was the big point with that entire exercise. And turns out it worked once again. So I will do the same thing on uh, on my computers in digital in the near future and I'm going to flip and roll like crazy with my Shuttle Pro V2 and uh, yeah it's going to be really interesting to see how all that works out and then I will go on to draw stick figures and make them move and play around and it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be awesome yeah and uh, yes as I said that was what I did in terms of art that Friday and um, then we went uh, on full preparation mode, doing all things about this um, kayaking event. And on Saturday, I uh, live-streamed, actually. Uh, that was all in Swedish, of course, because we're in Sweden. And on Sunday, we brought up all the buoys. And uh, yeah, that was a great weekend. We had a lot of, uh, we had a lot of attention on, uh, on us out there on the internet. So... Uh, my live stream, for example, it uh, that one that I posted there, it has pulled so far 826 unique. Uh, well, it has got 826 impressions, and probably like 400 views uh, in this moment when I'm recording. And 
that was that was really cool. I did not expect it to to perform that well, but it did. And uh, then there were a few other pieces of media that we got onto our Facebook page, which also performed very well. So that was one that was one very good weekend. And also, we we uh, th- there's this guy just showing up from nowhere, and he said. Hey, I have a drone. You wanna? You want some footage? And I was like, "Yo, that's a great idea." I don't have a drone myself, so we, so, so I said, "Yep, we will do it." Uh, you send up that uh, drone just before we, um, before we start the entire field, and um, let's get some footage. So that's what we did, and uh, yeah, it was a great weekend overall. Uh, of course, with that weekend uh, being so intense as it was, I didn't manage to recover on uh, on uh, until late Monday, I believe. And uh, that Monday that followed, that let me see which Monday it was. It was the Monday the twentieth. Uh, it was very intense, so I did not. I was completely unable to return to any kind of uh, uh, creative duties at all. Oh, well, well, I, 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 whoop, hold up, hold up. I'm going to correct myself. I stand corrected. I checked my notes and my blurry memory once again. There are a few things I need to point out. Late Sunday, I was probably so... Um, uh, I, I felt an urge, as it were, to get back into creative duties that I found myself doing things anyway even though my head was pretty mushy. Um, and uh, I also forgot to mention that on Saturday, we got some um, we got some samples from one of our uh, VFX adi- uh, assistants. And um, Milky and I was looking at it, and Milky was excited. I wondered what I, what I wondered what I... Oh, ah. Milky was excited about it and wondered what I was thinking about it, and I gave some... Uh, feedback on that and we I I concluded that we are in the right we're going in the right direction and it's going to put a lot of flair into um, into our visual game very much needed visual flair and uh, on that note we go on to the adventures of late Sunday early Monday morning and now I have even more frogs in my throat. Excuse me for a momento. <coughs> so, oh, hang on. Bonus round. Anyway, so late Sunday, I get, uh, I crawl back into my office, <laughs> figuratively, and get on my chair and look into my uh, Surface 4 and brain says, create. And I said, okay. So that's what I do. And um, and I get my hands on a few uh, uh, a few pieces of material and I start playing around and I'm starting to do a solid drawing session. I'm breaking out shapes from... Uh, uh, from uh, I'm breaking out shapes on two characters that are not from Walls of Cecilia. And they are from uh, two other very uh, uh, t- two two artists out there that I highly respect, and I just try I just fill them out these designs, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is interesting, and I show my findings to uh, to my uh, t- to to the production crew, and uh, yeah, 
had a little discussion about that. It was interesting. And then um, I went on to uh, start experimenting with a piece of uh, animated footage. And there it comes the... And there comes the next part, which is the VFX, VFX expedition, as it were, that I did. And uh, so I got this basic footage, and uh, I I look at it, and I think, yeah, this is this is really cool. And um, I discuss it a little bit with uh, other team members. Then I put it into Vegas Pro, and uh, step through it frame by frame to see how it was made and I'm thinking yeah this is a pretty cool animation I like it now what if I did this and I slap a few uh, visual effects plugins on it just to see what I have in my folders and it doesn't take long until something interesting is starting to become really spectacular and I render it out and I post it to the team and they say whoa dude this is uh, this is interesting and I keep going, and um, yeah, it turns out that um, I have a few plugins on my uh, in my Vegas Pro plugin library that are very uh, that has a lot of potential, and it's going to put a lot of uh, once again flair into the episodes that we will make, and uh, yeah, I'm really excited about all that. So. That was, um, I really, I maybe didn't draw anything in like uh, like a character on model. I didn't really sketch anything, but uh, it was um, it, it was necessary to do that, to, to get into those kind of things. Because it's, um, it's very likely that I will be the one responsible for final composition, compositing all the different layers together and exploring... Uh, what we can do with uh, for our project with the help of um, digital plugins. And um, let me see. I continue down here. So that was the first kind of um, uh, the the first kind of yeah. It, it was the first point in time ever where I've been uh, experimenting with these kind of effects on. Uh, on uh, on this kind of material so it was um was very interesting and uh, i aimed to get back from uh w- i aimed to continue exploring those kind of vfx things as soon as i possibly could so what else happened on monday well all of a sudden milky posts uh, four pieces of um of uh Assets, very nice ones that are going to uh, be published on uh, Wolves of Cecilia's website when it's time to launch it. We are, we're not at the point where we can launch the website. We are working on it. Uh, Milky is in charge of all things website and uh, she is uh, hammering away on it and she's working real hard. And um, those four assets that I'm looking at right here, they are going to go up on the website, and uh, I can just say, they're just so creative, I love them, and uh, they really, they were really, really appreciated by our team, and uh, uh, yeah, it's just, um, <laughs> what, how could I say, how could I say this, it's, uh, I, I, it's just going to be so much fun to present it to you, and she did a fantastic job, and it's uh, all in color, and it's all 
canon and all that. It's just, um, I, it's glorious. You gotta see it. Um, unfortunately, I don't have an estimated time when, uh, when uh, at any kind of time estimation on when the website will be uh, up and running and published and all that. But it, it is coming. Believe me, it is coming. But it's a, uh, it's a, it's a big, big world, as they say, to to describe. Uh, everything going on in Wolves of Cecilia. It's very, very detailed, and it's glorious in all its details. I just love it so much. And uh, and um, Milky, yeah, she has a lot of work to do in order to 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 bring all those details out there. But it's going to be worth it because it's going to be uh, a very different experience from anything you have out there in the in the indie scene as of right now. So yeah, very excited about all that. And then we come to um, Tuesday. So I get um, I don't do anything in particular that Monday in terms of sketching. Usually I find some gaps here and there to do some uh, to do some traditional drawing with pen and paper. But this Monday it was absolutely impossible. The workday was an absolute full blast from from beginning to end, and then. I came home and I was just so tired. So I I went to bed early, I believe, and I needed I even needed to get to bed early because next day I was going to have my second covid shot. So I uh so yeah, Tuesday, which usually is the day of the week when uh, when I can work all day and and just get uh, really productive and really focus on what I should be doing. It's it's the best day in my week to do creative things. It got absolutely destroyed by the fact that I had to go get myself the COVID jab. Anyhow, it didn't it didn't destroy it completely though. It destroyed it but didn't destroy it completely, fortunately enough. Because I get home and um, I start to immediately think, well, what can I do with with whatever I have left of this day? And then I get into some even more VFX uh, research and it turns out that we have an effects package that is uh, going to help us a real lot. And uh, at the same time, I also researched what what other plugins there were out there that we could use together with uh, Vegas Pro. And it turns out that, um, yes, there is a whole lot of stuff out there. Not everything is going to be useful for us as, as we are working in uh, animated media. Many of these things, in terms of visual effects, they're great for things that you shoot, shoot with a real camera, where you need motion tracking, uh, green screen effects, and um, and and uh, image restoration things, color correction, all that kind of stuff. And we don't really need that as animators because we do have most things under control. But we do have some problems that we need to solve sometimes when it comes to effects because. Uh, when you want to warp the perspective uh, of uh, of a particular scene where you have um, uh, ripple effects going over uh, over the screen, for example, and uh, that kind of stuff, you, you can do it in animation, but doing it with uh, visual effects plugins and software, it's the more rational way to do it. And then we have things like uh, Sparks and uh, and uh, what else is there? Uh, electric uh, 
looking kind of stuff. Uh, a whole lot of things that um, that are tricky to, to that are tricky and time consuming to do by hand, which can be done by the computer. That's what a lot of these. Uh, uh, I I kind of lost the trail of uh, thought there, but uh, a lot of these plugins are just to uh, try to salvage this uh, uh, this explanation somehow. My my I just my brain just locked out completely for a second. Anyways, uh, that's the kind of um, visual effects that are out there, and uh, a lot of it we can use but not everything okay okay moving on moving on um i hope you get the point and so so i got an idea of what there is out there and it's quite a lot to choose from oh yeah and the and the big thing of course of course big thing uh the most um some of the most interesting effects of course are behind ex if crazy crazy price tags i mean some of these software packages they are they retail for over uh two thousand dollars and i'm like yo dude that's a lot of money and uh, it's um and, and it's just out of question and fortunately enough we don't need that kind of stuff to to get uh, episode one and the ones that are coming after episode one to to we don't need those plugins to get that kind of uh, to get that kind of fancy stuff in there. Uh, we don't need we don't. How should I say this? We will not be dependent on such those kind of things in order to get the results that we will be happy with. Yeah, that makes sense. I hope. And uh, so, so we, we fortunately enough, we don't need to consider investing into into all that stuff because it's, as I said, it's a stupid a lot of money. So, yeah, I'm happy to say that we can live without uh, most of it. But there is this, um, there there is a thing or two that we uh, that we might need. But fortunately enough, it's priced very very favorably and i think the the company in question knows uh, what kind of uh, what kind of customers they have and what they need and what their budgets are so yeah we are very good off in that regard and it's about to get better because later that day i also find my way to once again tonico pantoa's youtube channel and um he has this video where he is describing how he's using how he's using Adobe After Effects to uh, to bring the last percentages out of his animations, and due to priorities before I haven't been or if I put it this way, due to priorities I haven't looked up this video and I haven't watched it yet because I was so focused on getting my understanding about the. Uh, entire production chain into place as well as understanding solid drawing and all that uh, and 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 those fundamentals to re I, I was really focusing on learning those uh, fundamentals for quite a while so I I skipped over it and I didn't notice it many times over but now I did and I watched that video and my word it's really interesting how much if I put it this way, what you could do 
with the stock plugins and with the stock effects, it's like uh, 95 95% of what you will ever need. So it's it's very comprehensive right out of the box. You don't need uh, super fancy stuff in order to get really good results. And I'm very, very happy to conclude that because that will save us a lot of money and a lot of time. Now, it does mean that we do have a lot of things to learn still, but it's uh, but it, I, I take it. I, I take it. I'm more than happy to conclude that um, it the, that uh, what we have right out of, out of the box, stock plugins, all that stuff, um, what it can do for us, and uh, how easy it is, uh, how easy it actually is to use. So, very happy to have found that video and see him take. Uh, uh, t- he 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 turned basically a, a very nice. Uh, animated sequence into something real, real nice. So it was really cool to see him do that. Um, while, while speaking of Adobe After Effects and Vegas Pro, there's this thing that I really want to point out, which I, which um, I think is a very cool thing about uh, about Vegas Pro, and it's that it's this video editor combined with uh, compositing software kind of deal. Adobe After Effects, it's very much a compositing software, but not so much an, uh, a video editor. And uh, and Vegas Pro, it kind of does both. So we are, yeah, once again, uh, very well set up. And uh, yep, great things in store, I can tell you that much. Okay, so that was, let me see. What was that? That was... Um, zoom out. That was Tuesday, and on uh, on Wednesday I took delivery of my um, of my foot switch and the Shutter Pro V2. And Wednesday was a little bit of a special one as I had a half work day together with mom at the dental clinic, and then a cleaning session on top of that. So. Uh, uh, I came home and I was like, dude, I want to sleep. So I went to bed. <laughs> and that was pretty much my Wednesday. And it was pretty intense. And on Thursday, it was more of... Um, it was more solid drawing. Um, analysis of... Um, in-depth analysis of... Um, of uh, Edge, once again, and Milky's drawing style. And, and comparing it to... Um, Another artist's drawing style, which I admire a lot. Comparing them and uh, comparing them and having a discussion and uh, diving back into the VFX uh, visual effects department and looking around and uh, yeah, lots of research, lots of research and um, some good findings. And uh, that's it's not that much more to say about that. And then we come to. Later that day, when uh, I when I bring up this point, which is very important, it's uh, about the already existing footage that we have, which will look quite different to what we will eventually be uh, having once we are done with uh, once we are there with a completed episode. So, what am I? What am I talking about? I'm talking about. Um, um, inconsistencies, visual inconsistencies that we already have in the project. And this is a 
position that I uh, that we have unfortunately ended up in, and we have to manage this somehow. And now uh, we are all in the team very aware of uh, that situation, and uh, we are trying to figure out a way to um, to solve it. And um, I would even go on to say that even if it would mean me taking on the task of uh, recreating and um, and doing all the groundwork needed to uh, to retouch and um, and remake even if needed uh, we're 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 technically very much looking at the situation of remake because it's going to stick out otherwise uh, like a sore thumb next to all the final material that we will have. So um, yeah, I'm basically just uh, saying that it's uh, those those sneak peeks and the material that is out there right now. It's uh, it's most likely not going to make it to the final product, and that's because we basically want uh, as good of a result that that we possibly can give you. So. Um, we will see where all that goes, and if it uh, would mean uh, if it would mean uh, extra work on my part, I, ta- I I will be happily taking it, and um, and um, yeah, I'm also careful to not promise too much, to say that uh, we will. I'm not saying that we will. I'm not saying not saying that we will throw it out. But there is a very likely scenario that we will do some changes to it because, um, yeah, by the time we have been uh, uh, producing all the rest of the material in the episode, and it's going to be uh, uh, by the order in terms of evolution for everyone in the team from where we are now until the point when when the episode is released, we all will be uh, will have evolved like a real lot, and it's just inevitable that we will uh, end up with final footage that uh, that looks different to what's already out there on the internet. But with that said, it's uh, that's the way these projects go, and it's um, it's a part of this uh, startup process that. Uh, and and the learning process as well. I mean, we are we're just uh, we're just uh, some uh, we are just some uh, young people taking our first steps into all things animation. And uh, animation is like uh, an animated media. How should I say this? <sighs> to to say cartoon video, it's it's not like what is it called? Animated film? Yeah. Yeah, animated film is like one of the most challenging of um, of mediums there is, and uh, as a matter of fact, it's uh, yeah, there is a lot to learn, and uh, we are uh, we are all just uh, learning as we go, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's a big big challenge, but it's very very interesting. We're having a lot of fun, and we are really all we, all of us are looking really, or we are all. Calm down, Oscar. Breathe. <laughs> All of us are looking forward to the final result. And of course, we will want to have it as good as we possibly can get it. And it's very likely also that once it's time to um, to address the, um, the already existing footage, 
we just might be able to recreate it in a third of the time that it took to uh, to develop in the first to develop it in the first place. And that would be really cool, as it would show just how much we have evolved and uh, what we can uh, what we can do with those skills for episode two. So yeah, uh, it's it's going to be super exciting. And with me on board as an extra animator, it's uh, yeah, we will unlock a whole lot of speed. And uh, then we have the fact that I that I take this um, all things my art uh all things all the things that i'm doing here as um as a creator on uh, how should i say this my language is starting to break up as i'm trying to wrap up this episode <sighs> um how should i say this since i'm uh, able to divert half my um <sighs> how should i say this um I can treat this as my half-time job. And as a matter of fact, I can divert a whole lot of time and resources into it and uh, with all the good things that comes with it. There we go. So I'm pretty confident that we are going to get some really good results and uh, in a very reasonable amount of time. Uh, at, least from, uh, at least from my perspective, because uh, we, are a whole, we are a whole lot of people involved with... Uh, with busy lives and all that, so uh, it's um, yeah, it's um, it's going to be a, it's going to be a puzzle for sure. But um, I'm uh, I'm absolutely certain that we can figure all of this out, and the production plan will be uh, the big thing, really making things uh, come together. So it won't take that long before it's completed. I need. Um, few more weeks I believe in order to really understand the process from beginning to end and uh, do some testing in, uh, in between that time in order to make sure that I'm putting the light putting the right kind of steps into the production plan so that we can have something solid to work off of and uh, when that thing is in place we can start planning better we can get the most out of ourselves and the software and uh, and the time that we have available and it's going to be really, really interesting to see just how, uh, how, uh, what kind of results we will get. And I'm pretty certain they are going to be good. I'm absolutely certain we will have some very good results in a very, in a in a very decent time frame. So, yes. With all that said, we are on Friday, this last Friday, twenty fourth. And it was a full work day, with me being uh, at uh, at mom's dental clinic. We got ourselves a new piece of equipment that got installed, and I needed to be there for the entire day. And uh, yesterday, I prepped and worked a whole lot to get this uh, update to you. And uh, <laughs> it um, it uh, was not easy. I can put it that way. Uh, so I prepped for half of the day, and then tried to record the the remaining half of the day but it just refused to work i could not get some good recordings together and i was thinking am i what am i doing wrong but uh yeah eventually i ended up uh, falling asleep just uh, i was saying to myself i'm just gonna have a little nap and get back to to recording and then that nap got very very long and i wake up and i'm like i'm doing this tomorrow i'm not I, it's just not a good idea to do it right now so 
I uh, went to bed and have a, had a good sleep and really, really uh, set up myself to be as determined as I possibly could be and uh, said to myself that this is... I'm I, I just going to have my recording, dude. i just going to have my recording. And here I am. Here we are, completing it in under an hour, as I set out to do. And uh, I've covered 14 days worth of development. And actually, if there was one recording I would want to keep from this... Uh, from from these two days it's this one i really got it it i almost got it exactly as i wanted despite all my shortcomings and uh, uh and um and in uh, and inexperiences and all that oh ah it's great to have it finished for a moment there i doubt i doubted if i would ever do it but here we are it's a thing so with all that said it's time to wrap it up. And uh, I uh, thank you so much for listening all the way through, if you've listened all the way through. And if you have, please comment uh, all the beans here on the Wolves of Cecilia server. And I'm, I'm going to make sure so that I give you the right kind of channel. Uh, go to the talking section in... Uh, uh, in, under the general tab and uh, type out all the beans if you've listened to this all the way through <laughs> yes okay um also if you have any if you have any questions if you um uh if you want to ask something about anything that has to do with a uh, with the creative process anything that you would like to know about me as a creator um i'm happy to answer any and uh, almost every question unless it's like uh, I, I mean i have some restrictions on what i can say and not say because excuse me i've got some frogs uh because uh yeah i can't uh, go into some details when it comes to story and what the uh what we have planned and all that but i can most likely answer uh, quite a lot of stuff in a satisfying way so I'm, I'm really looking forward to to hear from you and uh, keep on talking with you out there on the uh, on the server and uh, anywhere else that you might be on the internet so yes uh, I, I did say uh, before going to before preparing for the recording of this update I asked, uh, I, I threw it out there that you're welcome to to um, to pass on any questions that you might have. Uh, I didn't get any this time around, and it's completely okay. I um, I totally understand if you you don't have anything immediate to ask me, or uh, if uh, if you don't come up with anything, it's absolutely okay, and I will always uh, have something to to uh, talk about. Uh, but let me see here where was it now again it's in yeah general uh, WOC chat that's where you will find the thread with my xfader SC was of Cecilia development log that's where you will find this uh, recording and uh, be sure to ask uh, yeah we actually I do think we have a, a section do we yeah St staff Q&A we have this uh, we have this 
uh, channel called Steph Q&A. So if you want to ask me anything in particular or want to ask Milky something, uh, anyone else on the team, really, be sure to put it there. And uh, I will get to those questions by the next update. So yeah. And with that said, it's time to wrap this recording up for real. It's time to press uh, the stop button and bring this episode out to you. And uh, yeah, last things to say then. It's, uh, as usual, thank you for all your... Uh, I've I, I got to bring up the notes. <laughs> what do? How do I usually do this? There we go. There it is. Thank you for all continued support, all the activity, and all the inspiring stuff you post. And as always, have a magic time with your art. I see you guys next time. You're awesome. Keep creating. Keep being passionate about what you're doing. And we will be meeting each other out there on the server and the internet. Till next time, you take care and goodbye.